Star Wars 7x7 episode 2366. It's the holiday season, and in fact, it is Christmas Day, the day that this episode is dropping. But whatever holiday it is that you celebrate, I think you might agree that for Star Wars fans, the arrival of Luke Skywalker at the end of The Mandalorian was probably the best holiday present a Star Wars fan could have gotten. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So here we are as Star Wars fans on Christmas Day and whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or Festivus or <laughs> nothing at all or some other holiday in some other tradition or religion, whatever it is, I want to wish you the blessings of peace and safety and health and as much happiness as you are able to enjoy in this holiday season. Let's start there. Let's then continue by me picking up a little bit of a thread of what I talked about yesterday on the show in the final review of season two of The Mandalorian and about the arrival of Luke Skywalker and the fact that I said on the show that I had a little bit of a challenge with the creative decision. So I'll just say it really briefly. I had a concern that after the events of the sequel movies that I was afraid that the decision would be seen in a certain light, that the creative decision to bring Luke Skywalker back and to have him kicking so much butt would be seen in a certain light by a certain segment of Star Wars fandom. And I also had a fear that I don't know if I really expressed clearly that the decision to do that was made with eyes wide open to that particular corner of the fandom. And so I brought those concerns initially to someone who is a friend and who lives in the same town as I do, but who is also a patron of the show. And from that, I decided, well, let me you know go further. And so I reached out to all the patrons of Star Wars 7x7 and shared my concern and you know the thing that was kind of limiting me in a way from feeling the joy that you know I knew was possible to feel for the arrival of Luke in this story and I was just I was having this challenge about it and I just want to say again thank you so much to everyone who chimed in to all the patrons who chimed in on the conversation thread about this and to the patrons who emailed me or messaged me separately and privately about this. I am so grateful to the patrons of Star Wars 7x7 who help make this podcast possible on a daily basis and I found a new way to be grateful for them as a result of this particular situation and the conversations that came out of it, the feedback that patrons shared. It's just been so wonderful. And so you know, to everybody who chimed in, I just want to publicly say how thankful I am for you. And you know, even for you know, privately, like don't get me wrong, if you send me a message privately and the two of you who did, you know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and for trusting me to have that conversation. And for the patrons who haven't yet chimed in, no sweat, <laughs> don't worry, it's not expected. And if you don't, no pressure, no stress, no guilt. That feedback really helped reinforce 
a better idea of things for me, and that's the fact that imagining Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni sitting in a room together talking about the season finale of The Mandalorian and how they would go about it and who the Jedi would be who showed up. I mean, if you take your left brain and, you know, wrap yourself around it, Luke is the logical choice. He is the preeminent Jedi in the galaxy and is, you know, at the height of his powers comparatively and is also actively trying to learn more about the Force, learn more about his skills as a Jedi, reach out and do all of this um, knowledge, deep knowledge and research and study and, you know, connect with other Force-sensitive people very likely as well. So... Yeah, the left brain says absolutely it's the right choice. And specifically, the right choice in a vacuum, like regardless of external feedback. The right brain situation goes to something that, I believe it was John Favreau who said this, and talking about taking all of the action figures and dumping them out on the table, or dumping them out in the sandbox, and saying, let's play. And who do you want to play with? Who do you want to show up in this moment? Who is the character that needs to arrive in this season finale of The Mandalorian? And of course, the answer is Luke. Of course, the answer is Luke. And again, that's a decision that you can make in the vacuum, as in ignoring completely what any corner of the fandom might say about any particular decision you've made, it's being creatively honest and creatively in integrity with storytelling and where you want to go with this whole thing. It makes perfect sense to go with Luke from the right brain perspective as well. But the thing that really sealed the deal for me is that I was able to have a conversation about this with my wife who, you know, as I've talked about on the show, is brilliant and wonderful and supportive and Star Wars is also not her story in the same way that it is my story. That being said, I am very much looking forward to watching Wonder Woman 1984 with her because that is her story and it is coming out and available on HBO Max and so um, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. We're going to get to check that out. It's going to be sad not to be able to do the theater experience, but to be able to see it at home together on Christmas night or the day after Christmas, and knowing that she is getting another awesome feature film in her story, and that it's already being so roundly praised, like, that's a really tremendous good feeling, for sure. Digressing slightly, though, so I spent time talking with my wife about my concerns and the thing that she brought me to that made me finally shake off all of this nonsense and just get into the experience and it's the same kind of experience that patrons were sharing with me is asking me to imagine my 12 year old self my 12 year old self is the one who saw Return of the Jedi in theaters. And to this day, as a you know, a grown man, as an adult, the moment, and I've even talked about this on the podcast as well, the moment in Return of the Jedi when it looks like everything is about to be in the worst situation possible over the Sarlacc pit, Luke is about to be prodded off the end of the plank, 
and it turns around like that, like just in the second, and the John Williams music swelling up, and Luke demonstrating that he is in fact a full-fledged Jedi Knight, I still get emotional about that moment. More than any moment in Star Wars, I think the nearest thing to it is Han coming to the rescue in A New Hope, but that moment in Return of the Jedi is the one that makes my heart pound more than any other. And it's that 12-year-old, it's that child that the scene in The Mandalorian was written for. My own personal experience, of course, but not just mine, because hearing from patrons, a lot of patrons had the same reactions. Seeing it out on Twitter, a lot of people had the same reactions, and it's just, it's so beautiful, and I spend a lot of time on this podcast, you know, analyzing and digging into details and whatnot, and sometimes you miss the forest for the trees when you're doing that, and so having that you know, deep conversation with my wife and talking about how this story makes me feel, how Star Wars makes me feel, how Luke made me feel all those years ago, and connecting it with how Luke can still make me feel today, that really just made everything else melt away. So of course it had to be Luke. It was always going to be Luke. It makes no other kind of sense for it to have been anyone else. And I'm so grateful to John Favreau and Dave Filoni for crafting a story that led us to that creative moment and that that creative moment was so brilliantly executed by Peyton Reed and with the oversight from Filoni and Favreau and with all of the technical wizardry of ILM and with Mark Hamill as well. You know, of course, with Mark Hamill involved in all of this. What an incredible gift this was. I hope that you feel the same way. And I hope that if you've had any reservations whatsoever, that I hope, you know, my sharing and confessing the reservations that I had, I hope that that serves as a clearing for you as well. And that is where I'm going to leave the podcast for today. And once again, whatever holiday or tradition you celebrate at this time of the year, I just want to wish you a safe and peaceful and healthy one with your loved ones. And I hope that you're able to connect with other loved ones in safe ways, as safe as possible. You know, it's such a joy to do this every single day and it's such a joy to be supported by you and to be supported by the patrons of the show. I'm so grateful for it and with everything that we've been through, this sometimes seems like such a small thing, but it also seems like, you know, at least there's one little candle in the darkness that you can count on, hopefully for a daily dose of Star Wars joy every day. I know I count on it as much as you may count on it too. So um, thank you so much to all the patrons who helped me find my joy <laughs> over this story and to my wife as well for helping me find my joy in this story. I am deeply indebted to you this holiday season. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for the show as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
Star Wars 7 by 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7 by 7 We hope you love it.